morning, audience. This is Prophet Dabo Adeniyi, reaching you all the way from Word of Faith Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Welcome to the month of April. This is the first Sunday in the month of April. And the Lord will have me uh, describe or announce this month as our month of advancement. So this is our month of advancement. April is our month of advancement. I take my scripture from Exodus chapter number 14 and verse 15. Exodus 14 and verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cried thou unto me, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. God said unto, the, unto Moses the prophet, He said, Why did you cry to me? This is not a time to cry. I know there is a time of crisis. There is a time of difficulties. But this is not a time to cry. Tell them to move forward. Now God is asking me to tell you from his words that this is the month you must move forward. No matter what we're going through, no matter the global crisis, it's time for advancement for somebody. Can I hear a beautiful amen from the audience? Now this morning, I'm going to preach on what I titled Hope in times of crisis. Hope in times of crisis. In Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, the Bible says, I, the Lord, I know the thought which I have towards you, a thought of peace, a thought of good things, not of evil. So God is always thinking about you and I. God has great plans for us. So I want you to know that there is hope even in the very situation you are going through right now. Then also in Psalm 91 verse 15, Psalm 91 verse 15, I read, When he calls out to me, I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. That's God speaking there. He said, anytime you call out to him in the time of trouble, he will answer you. He will be with you. So it will not only answer us, it will be with us. So there is hope for somebody here. Also in Psalm 50 and verse 15. Psalm 50 and verse 15. God also talking here. He said, call on me in the days of trouble and I will deliver you. Call on me in the days of trouble and I will deliver you. God has given us a sure word that whenever there is trouble, whenever we have crisis, whenever we have difficulties, all we need to do as children of God, as people of God is to call upon God. And once you call upon him, there is a guarantee that he will answer you. Also in Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. He said, call upon me in the time of trouble and I will answer you and show you greater matter things which thou do not know. So God has a covenant with us. If there is a God, if there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. So you must know that there is hope for you even in this time of crisis. Now, what do I mean by hope in crisis? What do I mean by hope in crisis? Hope in crisis is to hold on to God's promises against all hearts. Once again, I repeat, what do I mean by hope in crisis? Hope in crisis is to what? Is to hold on to God's promises despite all hearts. In Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 8, Hebrews 6 verse 8, the Bible says, For two immutable things for which it is impossible for God to lie. God is bound by his words. He said, I'm the Lord who exalt my words more than my name. He said, I'm the Lord, I honor my words more than my name. God does not joke with his words. Am I talking to somebody this morning? 
So you must have what? You must hold on to God's promises. His promises never fail. What do I mean by hope in times of crisis? It means to believe God even when situations appear unreal. I mean, I mean, appear hopeless. To believe God even when the situations appear hopeless. No matter how hopeless that situation is. I want you to know that there is hope. Believe God in times like this. So what do I mean by uh, oh, oh, what do I mean by hope in crisis? Number three, to see light even when you are still seeing darkness around you. To see light. We are Christians. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. When men are saying there's a casting away, then we shall say there is a lifting for us. So to see light when there is still darkness surrounding you. Jesus said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, hope in crisis means to still maintain strong faith that things will be better. To maintain strong faith that things will be better. What do I mean by hope in time of crisis? To hold on and stay strong. To what? To hold on and stay strong, believing that the best will come. Open your Bibles with me to Romans chapter number 4. I'm going to take my readings from verse 18 through to 25. Romans. Book of Romans, chapter number 4. This is the story of Abraham and it's very, it's very important that we understand hope in times of crisis. Romans chapter 4. Verses 18 to 25. Let me start by reading verse 18. Speaking of Abraham here, who against hope believed in hope? Look at Abraham. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken? So shall the seed be. God said to Abraham at a very old age, He said, Abraham, Thou shalt be a father of many nations. Now, at the age of 75, he knew that he was going to be a father of many nations. But at, eight, at age 80, age 5, age 90, age 95, nothing was forthcoming. But the Bible says, Abraham hoped against hope. He believed God. Now look at verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of the womb of Sarah. Verse 20, look at it. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Look at verse 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he, is, he was able also to perform it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That was the story of Abraham. No wonder the Bible described Abraham as the father of faith. Because he believed God despite all odds. He believed God despite the fact that his body was dead. The body of his wife Sarah was dead. He believed God that he who have spoken is able to bring it to pass. Brethren, I've come to you this morning with the word of God and with the good news. No matter what is happening in the crisis time, no matter what is happening in, the, this, in this difficult time, I want us to know that there is hope for you. There is hope for you. Don't give up. 
Just stay strong and let your faith remain intact. Now, how do I keep my hope alive? How do I keep my hope alive? Number one, look at the possibilities and not the limitations. Look at the possibilities and not the limitations. In verse 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He staggered not. He did not waver. Another version says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Now, unbelief is as good as an enemy of God. Once you don't believe God, you can't receive anything from God. The Bible says it takes faith for us to please God. Without faith, you cannot please God. The Bible described Abraham that he did not look at the limitations. He did not look at the deadness of his own body. Neither did he look at the deadness of the womb of his wife, Sarah. But he looked at the promises of God. He looked at the possibilities. Brethren, look around you. Things seem so hopeless, but it's just a lie. It's the lie of the devil. Nothing is hopeless in God's presence. Nothing is hopeless when once your faith is intact. So I want you to look at the possibilities. Don't look at the limitations. See beyond the physical. It's very important for you to see beyond what is going on. I know this is a period of crisis. This is a period of difficult times. But listen to me. Don't look at the limitations. Look at the possibilities. See beyond the physical. Now, listen to this. Your life is controlled by what you focus on. So my question this morning for you and I is what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the limitations or are you focusing on the possibilities? Are you focusing on the physical things you are seeing around you or you are focusing on the things you cannot see, the faith, the promises and the word of God that you cannot see? Number two, how do I keep my hope alive? Number two, don't deny the fact, but let God be God. Don't deny the fact. But let God be God. What do I mean by this? Abraham knew that his own body was dead. He didn't deny the fact that the body was dead. Abraham also knew that his wife's womb was dead. But he never denied the fact that the womb was dead. But he looked unto God. He believed God. He believed God as the final authority over his life. He saw God as the truth. And in John chapter 10 and verse 10, Jesus said, The devil has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but I've come to give you life and life abundantly. Listen to me. There are, there are, there are situations, there are, there are rumors, there are pandemonium everywhere, there are troubles, there are, there are difficulties. They are just the facts. They are not the truth. They are just what? The fact. We are not removing the facts. In the, in the midst of the facts, we have the truth. And Jesus is the truth. Number three. How do I keep my hope alive? Number three, be strong in faith. Be strong in faith. The Bible described Abraham that and being not weak in faith, he was not weak in faith. He was never weak in faith. He connected to God. He believed God. He knew that if God had made a promise, definitely he would bring these promises to pass. How do I strengthen my faith? You must strengthen your faith by reading God's word, studying God's word, by meditating on God's word, and by confessing God's word. And I want to let you know this morning, until your confession is equal to your belief, you cannot get resolved. How do I get my testimony? Believe God's word, walk on God's word, confess God's word, and act on God's word. Number four, how do I keep my faith alive? 
Be fully persuaded. Be fully convinced that God is a faithful God. Be fully persuaded. The Bible says those who know their God shall be strong and do exploit. How do you know your God? You know your God by faith in Him. By trusting in God. By having confidence in God. Ladies and gentlemen, viewers watching me, I know you are going through a lot right now, but don't lose your focus. Don't what? Don't lose your focus. Be convinced. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it. Ha <laughs> ha. That's a good news for somebody. Being confident. At this very thing, that he who has started something that is good, something that is great in your life, is able to complete it. I want you to know that God is not a use and don't. I want you to know that God does not start what he cannot finish. If God has given you a job, he can promote you. If God has given you a passport, he can give you a visa. If God has created you to be wonderfully and beautifully made, then he can give you your husband. He can give you your wife. If God has given you a womb, he can put children in them. Am I talking to somebody? All you have to do, be persuaded, be convinced that God is faithful, that God is faithful. The Bible says, faithful is he who has called you, who also will do it. I want you to know, viewers, that no matter what you are going through, put your faith in God. There is hope in the time of crisis. And number five, how do I keep my hope alive? Number five, and this will be the last one. Show kindness to people. Show kindness to people. Now, when you show kindness to people, you, have, you, you are giving them hope. And the more you give people hope, your hope is also alive. Your hope will be alive. It, your, your hope, well, you know, it gives them hope. It maintains your hope. Each time you give people hope, then your hope is also maintained. Finally, brethren, when, you, when your hope is alive, what are the little one or two things that you benefit? You benefit spiritual energy. Spiritual energy. When your hope is alive, you are alive. When your hope is alive, your faith increases. When your hope is alive, God is encouraged even to do more. Your hope moves you forward. And your hope brings light even in darkness. Brethren, I know this is a time of crisis, but I, want, I just want to admonish you. This is not a time to be afraid. This is not a time to panic. The Bible says a thousand will fall by the right and 10,000 by the left, but shall not come near us. This morning, I want to just, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Maybe you are, you are afraid of the future. You don't know. You are, you are saying in your mind, will, will this world ever, I mean, get over this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic? Listen to me. Everything will be over very soon. God understands why he allowed such things to happen. And God has a plan for us, even in the midst of this. If you are watching me this morning, I want to pray with you. I know you are afraid of the future. You are afraid of what next you are going to hit. You are afraid of how you are going to make the living the next day. But I want you to know there is hope for you, even in this crisis. Can I just pray with you? You are afraid of the future. I want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the word that you have brought to your people this morning. And I know that uh, wherever two or more people are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst. Right now, I pray for everyone watching me 
Uh, they are afraid of the future. They don't know how to handle the future. The fear, all hope is gone. Lord, I pray for them. Bring their hope alive in the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare because you said in your word that the thoughts you have towards us, they are not thoughts of evil, but they are of good to give us a hope and a bright future. I decree over everyone watching me right now, in the name of Jesus, you have a great future. You have a great future. Your tomorrow will be better in the name of Jesus. I come against every spirit of fear. I come against every spirit of doubt in the name of Jesus. I command the spirit of faith in you to come alive in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are watching me this morning. You are saying, man of God, I'm not sure if I will make heaven if Jesus should come today. You are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. Can I just pray with you? Can I agree with you? The Bible says, what shall it profit a man to gain this world and to lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange of his soul? I want to pray with you. Just say this simple prayer and you'll be saved. Say, Lord Jesus, I am here this morning because I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. You are the one who can save me. Say, Lord Jesus, you died for me on the cross and God raised you on the third day for the remission of my sin. Say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me all my sins. Today, I give my life to you in Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I want to congratulate you. You are no longer a candidate of hell. You are a candidate of heaven. God bless you. See you next week, same time. Have a lovely day. Bye.